Hello and welcome in to the Red Hawk Report, the second ever edition here on the campus of Seattle University as we cover all things Seattle University athletics, all things Red Hawks. Russell Brown here once again. Again, thank you for tuning in for episode number two. It's a big one here. A lot happened in the past week, a lot coming up in the next week. And we sit down with uh, one of my favorite student athletes here, someone who really makes a change in the community. Won't give it away too much, but he will be joining us during the next segment here. But as I said, great, great, great week to be a Red Hawk in the past and in the future this week included, obviously. And uh, the one thing about the change in the season is uh, it starts to warm up just a little bit. You know, you start to get, you know, baseball and softball going and softball, man, got out to a great start. That's where we're going to start the episode talking about softball. They're the defending WAC champions. They played the WAC tournament here uh, just across the street and won that one, took down New Mexico State to win the WAC title back to back years for them so they're they're coming in looking to continue on that success and oh man you want to talk about an opening weekend for them they went five and oh during the weekend wins over western michigan murray state bowling green ball state and st thomas as they just plowed through them there in illinois they're playing inside you know most softball teams open up in warm weather but uh instead what the case is is that they opened up in the uh cold weather as they played inside in uh, Chicago, in, or in Illinois, I should say. And they did a great job to represent the university, as they always do. As they, as I said, went 5-0. and Stephanie Madrigal was named Pitcher of the Week in the Western Athletic Conference, second time in her career. She only allowed two runs in the two games she pitched in, one in each game. As they continue to build quite a team there, Jeff Herai, the head coach, do an excellent job building up that program. So once they're back on campus, uh, definitely go check them out as they deserve all of the attention they can get as they are out to a great start, trying to make it three in a row inside the Western Athletic Conference, trying to get the regular season this time. In other sports going on, hardwood action continues to heat up as we continue to push on closer and closer to whack. Vegas men's basketball had a rough week last week. They went 0-2 against Grand Canyon University and New Mexico State. It was a rough one there for interim head coach Chris Victor and the squad. But, you know, there was opportunity on the schedule as some teams at the bottom of the Western Athletic Conference standings were coming to town in UTRGV and Lamar. And, uh, well, the Red Hawks did what they had to do. They went 2-0 at home. After going 0-2 the week before, they beat the Vaqueros out of UTRG or from UTRGV. It was an ugly game. You know, neither team shot well. You know, there's a lot of turnovers. There was a lot of fouls, but they got the win. That's all that matters. They're at Climate Pledge on a Thursday. And then they came back and took care of the Cardinals, the Lamar Cardinals there on Saturday at the Red Hawks Center to go 2-0 on the week. Much needed bounce back there and even better New Mexico State who the Red Hawks were trailing after their uh, 0-2 week they fell over the week as well they lost one of their games so Red Hawks are back where they belong up top tied with the Aggies right now that's an important game coming up we'll talk about that a little bit later the Red Hawks will have to face the Aggies here in Seattle gonna need everybody in the student section everybody on campus to be at that game 
as the Red Hawks trying to secure that top two seed and right now trying to battle for that number one seed as we head to Vegas. Other hardwood action, the women's basketball team, they're battling right now for a whack spot. They split their two games on the road. It was a tough road trip, but a positive road trip at the all, all things said. Their 65-56 win over Lamar gave head coach Susie Barkham her 400th career win. Man, congratulations to Coach Barkham there, and it keeps them close there to Chicago State for that final spot for WAC Vegas. That's another squad they're going to have to play again as those two teams are trying to pick up that final WAC Vegas spot, and it's it's going to come down to the wire, folks. I'll tell you that. So those are two teams that you really want to check out. They're battling for two different types of spots, and you know one's you know battling to get the double buy, one's battling to represent. And but either case, you know, great basketball being played here on the campus in a way, obviously as well. So I want to check out those two squads as they continue to roll on. Men's tennis. Last week, went 2-1 and one on the weekend, took down Lewis Clark and Eastern Washington as they're starting to heat up the tennis season. Uh, Veselin Kazelkov and Philip Stepik won all three of their singles matches during the weekend. That's including in the uh, loss, I believe, to Idaho is who they fell to. So those two definitely dominated there uh, on the tennis court. So congratulations to both of them. Track and field. Track and field. <laughs> Wow. Competed at the Husky Classic in Seattle. And uh, Trish Jocelyn, who will be, don't want to spoil, but is our next guest here on the Red Hawk Report. Man, she continues to set marks. She set a new school record in the 60 meter for the second consecutive meet. And I'll tell you how hard that is. I mean, congratulations to Jocelyn there. Uh, Taylor Marks finished third in the 200 meter with a time of 25 93 setting a new personal best morgan lewis had a new pr in the 60 meter as well and shannon sadler set a new pr in the long jump so congratulations to everybody through track and field absolutely killed it out there for seattle university well we uh, won't take up much more of your time we'll take a quick break come back with an interview with aaron nettles of seattle university men's basketball that's going to be coming up Right after this short break, you're listening to the Red Hawk Report here on KXSU. to go can be found on their website georgetownbeer.com swedish is proud to support seattle u's athletic department and its students swedish offers programs such as charity care research community health and education more information is available at swedish.org this broadcast is brought to you in part by seattle children's seattle children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by u.s news and world report hope care here, Seattle Children's. Goldberg Jones is a proud supporter of Seattle University men's basketball. More information about divorce and custody legal matters is available at 1-800-DIVORCE and online at goldbergjones.com. A proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball, Wafed Bank offers checking accounts with a mobile banking app, photo check deposit, bill pay, and person-to-person text payment. 
member FDIC. More information is available at wafedbank.com. Here on episode number two of the Red Hawk Report, we're joined by Seattle University point guard Aaron Nettles. Aaron, thanks for sitting in with us here on episode number two of the Red Hawk Report. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, so you, outside of being born in Portland, right, you're a Seattle guy through and through. I mean, you grew up on the east side, but like everything you've done has been Seattle. What does it mean for a guy like you to represent the city of Seattle on the court and off the court? Uh, yeah, I mean, being from Seattle, especially in the, the basketball community here, uh, it's pretty special. Um, it was a big decision um, in terms of making that decision to come to Seattle, you just being home, um, whether it be family or just kind of people that turned into family, um, playing and, and being a part of this community. Because you went to Seattle Prep, right? So you, I think you're one of the top scorers in the history of Seattle Prep. A lot of great basketball players that come out. What was it like to fill in and be the next chapter and then see the youth growing up now with the Seattle Prep program, seeing how kind of you laid down the next groundwork? Yeah, um, it's hard to, to to really feel that when you're in it. Um, while I was at Seattle Prep, uh, Coach Mike Kelly, just big mentor, um, very thankful I got to play for him. And, and he set me up really really good in terms of what it's going to be like in college basketball on the court and off um and being able to go back there and like playing in open gyms in the sum in the summer and and um seeing those guys play it's it's pretty unique it's a cool story you're one of the few players not everybody can everybody you know there's great basketball players that aren't great coaches but you love to coach and it's a big part of you kind of talked about like what it's like to be a coach and what why you went into coaching yeah um it was it was one of the things that having a coach, especially someone that that you really respect and you look up to at a young age, is it's so important. And I mean, I can name names, but countless of coaches had huge impacts on me just as a player and beyond the court, um, just checking in with me daily life. Um, and the first time I kind of got a taste of that was when I was in a high school. I was a senior. Um, I think it was the summer summer going into freshman year of college and I got a little bit of taste I coached a fourth grade team in the summer and it was we weren't good <laughs> we weren't good at all but it was so fun to see those kids get better and kind of check in the next year and hey coach how you doing when are you playing and it was just such a special feeling and and being able to have that impact on the youth um I could just tell it was something I was supposed to be doing for sure not only are you great on the court, but you really emphasize that student part of student athlete. You already got your communications degree, right? Now you're getting your certificate in entrepreneurship, I believe. Yes. What made you go into that, not only communications, but trying to get that certificate? Um, growing up, I think it was fifth grade, my my dad started a family business, uh, EBC Training Centers. Uh, that's kind of where, where I've been involved at a lot over the over the years. But um, kind of being able to get some, some nuggets, some good uh, – uh, information in terms of what it's like to run your own business or or little things in business um, and being able to apply that to our family business is kind of where my where my head was at when I when I decided that and you talked about but before we go into it you you talked about starting your own business we'll get to are there any teachers that really or professors here that really stand out to you yeah uh, professor Carlson um, I think I had her my sophomore or junior year. She was awesome. And then Dr. Harden, can't forget Dr. Harden. She was a she was a big professor in, in my time here. And those two would kind of stand out to me. I'm sure they'll appreciate the shout out. Yeah. And now finally going in, you talked about starting your own business and that, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, um, like I said, EBC Training Center is our, our family business that was started a couple years ago, um, well, several years ago now. Um, Let's us work with like we're a youth basketball organization, so we have teams from fourth grade to high school, and and can you have training options and and stuff like that. But one thing that 
was always apparent to me when I, when I was playing is sometimes you kind of just want to get away from 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 basketball for just for a second. I mean, uh, the mental health aspect and and things that go beyond the court. And um, I'm kind of in the works of starting a, a nonprofit called Tier Ten Beyond the Court. Um, and it's just kind of helping athletes navigate that, whether you're, I mean, fourth grade through high school and you deal with it in college too. And, and all the things that go off the court, and whether it be kind of just struggling mentally, not quite there, or uh, academics struggling with that and, and kind of just navigating everything. Um, and that was, that's going to be my, my point of emphasis and hoping to, to use that and join with EBC and, and really just try to change some lives and, and start with one and keep it going from there. We're now into the month of February, which is Black History Month, and you're one of those student athletes that knows how to use your voice and you have a strong voice. How important is it for athletes of color during this month and every month of the calendar year to use your voice? And what made you really feel like or discover you had that voice? Yeah, and, and I think it's really important because, I mean, as a black athlete, like we're all, we always have something to say and, and there's always something to be said, but to be heard is completely different. And when you have people or institution or whatever it may be if if they can make you feel heard then some things can really really start to change but I've always been the been the kind of guy and pessimistic optimistic I don't want to say it but um everyone can say oh it's black history month it's like what are we going to do about it and that's kind of where where I give pushback or where I may see pushback but um that was kind of my thing it's like let's do something let's really try to do something if we're going to do it I appreciate that. Definitely more athletes who have voices like you. Um, and a little bit more fun aspect of the end of the interview. We have some goofy questions to ask you. First one up, who is the funniest teammate you have currently on this year's team? Funniest teammate? Um, probably Cameron Tyson. <laughs> probably, yeah, the funniest teammate for sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, if you were stranded, you had no other people to call besides your teammates, and you needed someone to come help you out, what's the teammate you're calling? Joe Wall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Joe Wall. He's going to pick you up? Yeah, for sure. That's my guy. <laughs> All right, final one. All the coaching staff, game of 21, none of the athletes. Who's winning and why? The whole coaching staff? whole coaching staff. Oh, man. Does that include Steve? Yeah, Steve. I can, yeah, I, can I, would, Steve, yeah. I would give it to my boy Steve. I would give it to my boy Steve. Yeah? Yeah, All right, sure. I, th I think he's going to appreciate the shout-out. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of bragging rights. Yeah. Well, again, Aaron Nettles of Seattle University Men's Basketball, thanks for hopping on and uh, being a part of the Red Hawk Report. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate Coldwell it. Banker is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Coldwell Banker offers services for those wishing to buy or sell a home. Since 1906, Coldwell Banker has been serving the needs of buyers and sellers across America. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. A proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball, Wafed Bank offers checking accounts with a mobile banking app, photo check deposit, bill pay, and person-to-person -person text payment. Member FDIC. More information is available at wafedbank.com. Seattle U Basketball is brought to you in part by Cafe Darte. Combining the science and art of roasting, Cafe Darte offers coffee in their retail coffee shops and wholesale. More information can be found online at caffedarte.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. 
More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. And welcome back in to the Red Hawk Report here again. A big shout out to Aaron Nettles for hopping on here in episode number two. He's a uh, great athlete to talk to, a great young man who is doing amazing things for the community of Seattle. So definitely check out uh, his nonprofit and uh, Eastside Basketball. I mean, it's it's. You know, anybody who grew up in basketball knows this company that his family started. And uh, he is definitely an athlete that's not talk. He is about action. So we appreciate him for hopping on as uh, the Red Hawk men's squad. As we said earlier on, trying to battle for a top two seed in the Western Athletic Conference uh, tournament down in Vegas. And uh, it's, you know, one of the greatest seasons in, I think, 50, 60 plus years. I've, I've lost count at this point how amazing of a season it's been. So definitely check them out as they continue to battle here. But uh, without further ado, let's go look at some of the uh, upcoming events. Well, actually, actually, hold on, folks. We have a um, kind of a big news story that came out of Seattle U Athletics this morning. Uh, there's a new a new team in town. For anybody that's a soccer fan, there's a new squad in town called Ballard FC. They're in the USL2, which is a lower division in the U.S. soccer rankings. And uh, they are... Being new, they don't have any players. You know, they have open tryouts and this and that, but they can still sign players. They are a professional club. Well, as it uh, is, their first player, their first signing ever, happens to be a Red Hawk, former goalkeeper for Seattle University, Achille Kasim, has signed the first ever contract with Ballard FC. So uh, congratulations to Achille Coach Pete Fewing is known for producing great talent out of this program. Kasim is just the uh, next one and many, many more to come, but it'll be nice to see him in net for Ballard this season. If you have a chance to go check out Ballard FC, please go do so. Root on Achille and uh, who knows, there might be a few more Red Hawks joining him over there. They're going to play at uh, Seattle Pacific on their campus. So uh, if you have a free summer day and Ballard FC is at home, Go cheer on some pro Red Hawks over there. So congratulations to Achille. Had to get that out of the way. Make sure that he didn't get skimmed over in the uh, great news that broke today. You know, we our show's on Monday, so we don't get to break all the news all the time. But definitely fun to uh, give a shout-out to Achille since that news came out today. Um, well, let's look at the week ahead. We have about uh, a few minutes left of the show. So let's look at the week ahead in Seattle University Athletics. It's a jam-packed one as, again, we continue to uh, wind down winter sports. Spring sports are right around the corner slash started already. And we kick off today. Women's golf is actually at it right now at the Mountain Classic in Palm Desert, California. That's a two-day event. So they'll be going on Monday and Tuesday down there. Uh, women's golf that is in palm desert california so those are the only events going on monday and tuesday to start our week wednesday rolls around and a big one men's basketball who's already on the road already left is at utrgv the team that that sloppy sloppy game um, by both sides on thursday at climate pledge arena they have a rematch with them down in Edinburgh, texas 
Uh, tip off at 5 p.m. It can be streamed on ESPN Plus and heard right here on KXSU with AJ Cannell. Does a great job as the play-by-play voice for men's basketball through the airwaves. Definitely tune in as uh, they try to take down the Vaqueros for the second time in less than a week span. Uh, that's going to be a good one there between the Vaqueros and Red Hawks. Women's basketball, as we said, really, really battling for that final whack Vegas spot. They host the Vaqueros right here at the Red Hawk Center. And uh, specialty, it's Staff and Faculty Appreciation Night. So a big one there to appreciate all the teachers and faculty and everything that helps Red Hawk Athletics because I think a lot of times they're not forgotten, but they're not promoted as much as they should be. So definitely going to be a fun night there at the Red Hawk Center as we appreciate everything they do. And uh, folks, I, I got a little inside information that if you show up to the Red Hawk Center uh, you might have a chance at winning some pretty good concert tickets as uh, Billy Eilish tickets. Billy Eilish, excuse me, tickets are uh, going to be up. So definitely, definitely want to show up to the Red Hawk Center and uh, get your chance. Get your chance to get some good uh, some good concert tickets. Uh, Rudy also um, want to check out his social media feeds as he's going to be starting a, a political campaign, believe it or not. Um, so... It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game uh, against the Vaqueros here at the Red Hawk Center. Um, so definitely check that out. Tip off uh, here in Seattle is set for 6 p.m. It can be streamed on ESPN Plus. I'll be on the call alongside my broadcast partner Masvida. Um, so definitely, if you can't uh, be in attendance, definitely tune in on ESPN Plus uh, to see the women in action there. Thursday off day. Everybody go home, get some rest. No Red Hawk athletics going on on a Thursday. Everybody either traveling, coming home, going away, uh, whatever it may be. But Thursday is a big old nothing for Red Hawk Athletics. Friday, though, we kick off a, a jam-packed. You want to talk about jam-packed? A jam-packed weekend. Track and field. And we talked about them earlier about how well they have been doing. Trish Jocelyn, and, you know, just absolutely, absolutely killing it out there. Uh, they'll be at the WAC Indoor Championships in Albuquerque. And down there in New Mexico, that can be streamed on ESPN Plus. They'll start our events on Friday. Definitely tune into them as they battle up against the Wax Best. Men's tennis is also in action at George Fox down in Newburgh, Oregon. Uh, they will be uh, serving off there down in uh, on Friday in Oregon. Baseball starts their season. I don't believe it or not, right? Uh, MLB may be in a lockout, but Red Hawk baseball is ready to go. They'll be in their first three-game series as they are down at UC San Diego in California. 5 p.m. first pitch uh, for the Red Hawk baseball team down there in softball, trying to go to 6-0. and Tall task, though, as they're going to be at Stanford, also down, obviously, in California. So all these Red Hawks, uh, New Mexico, Oregon, okay, I'll, I'll give it to them, but uh, baseball and softball both down in California. Everybody's getting away into the warmth. I guess, uh, leaving us behind. But 5 p.m. first pitch there for softball as well as they take on the Cardinal. Saturday, as it rolls around, track and field continues that indoor championship. As I said, that will be streamed on ESPN+. Plus. So if you're looking for a uh, scratch that track and field itch, definitely tune in on there. Softball continues to uh, roll here. They take on the Cougars of BYU. That's still down at Stanford's campus in California at 10 a.m. first pitch. They're going to start it real early down there. Men's tennis at Pacific. That's in Forest Grove, Oregon, so not too far away from when they take on George Fox. Women's tennis also now in action at Oregon in Eugene on the campus of the Ducks, the Quack down there women's tennis battles off 
softball for San Jose State. Then, I mean, they don't they don't waste much time. First pitch at 12.30. So first pitch in their first game, 10 a.m. And then two and a half hours later, they'll be taking on San Jose State down there, uh, still soaking up the sun rays in California. Baseball continues their series against UC San Diego. First pitch at 1 p.m. for them. Women's basketball at California Baptist. Tip-off is at 1 p.m. and can be streamed on ESPN+. Plus. CBU was the story last year. They moved into the Western Athletic Conference, couldn't compete in the NCAA tournament despite being undefeated. They lost the championship game in Vegas, but that's a really, really good squad. As Coach Susie Barkham continues to try to add to now her 400 wins, um, hopefully she'll be battling for 402 there after picking up a win over the Vaqueros at the Red Hawk Center. And then men's basketball is back in town for that game that was originally at the Red Hawk Center. As California Baptist comes here on the men's side, that one's moved down to the big arena, down downtown as Climate Pledge Arena hosts us one more time. They loved us so much, they want us back. And uh, so the Lancers and the Red Hawks will battle it out there over time is how that first matchup ended this season. And it seems like every time they, they match up, it goes to overtime. So please get down to the Red Hawk Center. Or excuse me, look at me throwing out misinformation. Get down to Climate Pledge Arena if you can. Please, buses start to leave from campus at 11.45 a.m. over at the O'Brien Athletic Center. Last one will leave at uh, leave 15 minutes prior to tip-off. So please, please get down there and support your uh, men's basketball squad. It's also All-Star Saturday Day day so i won't go more into that but and there could be some more tickets being given out that's all that's all i can say so i definitely don't want to miss that action tip off is at 1 p.m and can be heard again on kxsu with uh, aj and then streamed on espn plus uh with me so if you can't make it down there i i I please please make it down there because the environment is so nice when you students and uh, faculty and everybody tuning in right now shows up to support the Red Hawks. So if you can make it down there, please do. If not, either tune into KXSU right here or uh, ESPN Plus to see that final push from men's basketball. And then to round out Sunday, 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 fun day, softball takes on the University of Illinois Chicago. Again, that's still in California. First pitch at 9.30 a.m. And they do not sleep in there. Coach Jeff Eri has them out ready to play early. And then they will take on Stanford again. First pitch at 11.45. And that uh, rematch, that quick turnaround rematch. And then baseball ends our day, our week. And what will hopefully be a dominant week for Red Hawk Athletics as they will take on UC San Diego, finish off that three-game series. First pitch for head coach Donnie Harrell and the Red Hawks will be at noon down there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, concludes our time here in the studio. Thank you again for tuning in to the Red Hawk Report. We're rough around the edges. We won't lie, but we're going to continue to make this a great show to promote Red Hawk Athletics, everybody, student athletes, and everybody who really truly makes uh, being a Red Hawk so special, makes that Red Hawk experience so special. We're continuing to bring on great student athletes and people that really, really show and uh, in, in that pride and how they represent the red and black. So we appreciate you tuning in. It's people like you who do tune in that allow us to uh, really push these great athletes out. We appreciate it. And uh, we hope to see you next Monday. And it's going to be a busy Monday as a uh, men's basketball. will have a game that day as well. We'll talk about it on the episode, um, but you might be listening to the Red Hawk report and then immediately walking down 
to uh, the Red Hawk Center to see them take on the Aggies in a huge, huge matchup. Folks, I cannot uh, hype that one up enough. It's going to be a big matchup. So uh, even me, even me, I'll be recording it here and then running as fast as I can to get over there, put a suit on, and get ready for the broadcast. So hopefully we see you at the Red Hawk Center for all the events uh, in men's and women's basketball. Tune in for uh, golf, track, softball down there, baseball, everybody that you can support not just in person, but through streaming, please do. And uh, remember, at, always, always remember, together we soar. And let's uh, see you next Monday here on the Red Hawk Report.